Greetings and welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals to episode 317 of the Words About Games podcast, the weekly news, culture, and gaming podcast for Words About Games. Fuck off, Moody. (laughs) 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 You fucking dick. (laughs) Oh, you're joking. You deserve it. <laughs> die, you bastard! It's a fucking die. Google Doc, not, not a fucking auto cue. <laughs> I'm your host, Amy K. Alexander, and I'm joined this week by the rap bastard, <laughs> David Mooney. <laughs> you decided. <laughs> you, de- you decided to start pushing fucking return on the Google Doc, so all the fucking words were scrolling down while I was trying to read them. There's your banter. You're a fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> you should buy the uh, fucking prick. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so that's the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's all downhill from here. <coughs> was it anyway? Was it uphill? <laughs> we, we've had some good moments on podcasts before, you know, like peaks and. <laughs> Everything we're we're doing an audio audio <laughs> podcast this week because because my face <laughs> your face to be fair though it does look better than it did on Tuesday when it first inflated but inflated yeah you know, yes. still even for a bit yeah you were all on blimp ready to lift off it was it was like someone broke into my house in in the night with a, <laughs> with a really bad like you know like a football pump from when mm-hmm. we were kids. And just try to inflate the right hand side of my face. I didn't even notice until I was in the shower. <laughs> I like looked in the mirror. I was like, that's weird. Like as I looked down in the shower, I was like, that's weird. I feel like I can see my face. Like when Wait, I looked what? down, I was like, that's, oh. what's that? Because you can't see your face. Like look, if you look down, you might be able to see your nose, but that's about it. I was like, I can see my fucking cheek. Um and then I like looked in the in the in the little hand mirror we've got in the shower and I was like uh, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what happened to me? I'm bloated. I'm taking up water. <laughs> this is all Moody's fault. He made me hydrate, and now look at me. <laughs> shut, shut the water. Shut the water. Water tight doors. St- it, it, it helped the Titanic. Switch back and eat. Switch back from water to fizzy pop. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's gassy, so it'll inflate you even more. I'm not sure now. I don't know. I don't know where I'm doing with any of this. I don't know. I think the, the we have truly, truly gone off the rails. We never. We started off the rails. Mm. Like to be fair, like normally we do go off the rails at some point, but we started off the rails this this time. I think I got to the fourth word of the introduction and all the words started moving. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to get to the end of this just to spite you. <laughs> <sighs> How are you? I'm not bad. I'm not bad at all, Amy. I'm chill. Yeah? I've had a, good, I've had a chill day today. I've chilled, played some Pokemon, Shining Pearl. 
we discussed the looks of Pokemon, <coughs> and yeah, been chill. Um, <clears throat> that's good. Yeah, we did. We discussed Pokemon on on live stream, or rather, you showed me pictures and I reacted to them because I don't know mm-hmm. that much about Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So for for mm-hmm. most of them, I was seeing them for the first time, and you were getting my uh, immediate reactions to the pictures of them. So look forward to that video because that's definitely going to be a video now. <laughs> where I put that together. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a fun stream. I've had a chill day. What have I done today? Chilled. I was, I was. I feel like I. I haven't. Done <clears throat> like I don't know if I did anything. I was watching Infinity Train. Before we started podcasting. That's nice. cool. I, I realized Ashley Johnson's the voice of the main character. Nice. I was like, took me like a couple episodes. They're only like 10 minutes long each. And uh, and I was like, is, is that Ellie? <laughs> it sounds like Ellie. <laughs> and then uh, Kate Mulgrew. In- I instantly re- recognized Kate Mulgrew's voice when Kate Mulgrew showed up. Um, And then like uh, it took a couple episodes. I was like, that dog sounds familiar because it's like a talking dog. I was like, it's fucking Ernie Hudson. <laughs> it's the fourth Ghostbuster. He's playing the dog. Um, But I think that's all I did. Like, I'm sure I did something this morning, but if you ask me where it is, I'm not going to be able to tell you. <laughs> um, it definitely wasn't tidy up, though. <laughs> I definitely still need to do that. Mm. I have not started packing yet. Got a couple of weeks, so it's all right. Yeah, I've got time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and I I mean this with zero disrespect. You don't have a lot of like space. Like you don't have a lot of pack, right? It's not like you're packing up an entire house or whatever. Um. Yeah. No, not really. We haven't got as much as what normal people would do if they were moving from houses. Yeah. Right. Like I remember when. uh, when I moved like out of a flat into this room, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I had a lot more stuff. I had a lot more stuff <coughs> back then. Um, embraced that minimalist lifestyle, and then I embraced finding and like just anywhere I could shove a shelving unit. <laughs> like, you know, like that that wall that that wall is too. There's too much negative space on that wall. I must be able to do something with it, and I'll just put a fucking shelf on it or or like some shelves in front of it or something because like god do i'm i'm at the point where i'm i'm almost i'm, I'm almost going to be having to like invest in like ceiling storage my ceiling won't be a <laughs> ceiling anymore it'll just be like cubes you know like you get you know like the cubes just be individual cubes stuck to the ceiling yeah <laughs> and i'll have to get a ladder to like get my shit down like, oh, good old my board games on the ceiling. That's safe. <laughs> I'm sure nothing can go wrong here. Yeah. Yeah, the next time I probably podcast next week, probably won't have the shelving and Funko Pops behind me. Because I'll probably be packing them away. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you got to start with the important stuff, right? Exactly. Like, your background is, like, your background, right? Like, that's the thing. It's me. That's it's the thing me. that you project outward yeah. in into the world every week <laughs> exactly exactly it's like it's a part of me it's an expression of of, of yourself exactly 
Hell yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Hell yeah. Exactly. Hell yeah. Exactly. Uh, so how was your week? I need some good news. How was your week? Because my week sucked. <clears throat> uh, I did nothing. That sounds awesome. Okay. Yeah, I did nothing. I really didn't do much, so. That's fair. I chilled. Like, I thought, I've got a couple of weeks. Not more than a couple of weeks at the time. Sure, I can sure. just chill and just, like, you know, have a week off. So, like, a couple of weeks, like, between <clears throat> between jobs, I guess. Pretty much, yeah. I don't start work until the 12th. So, I've got, like, got like I would take... When, when, uh, yeah. At the beginning of the week, yeah. Yeah, technically, from the time I finished with PlayStation, I will have had, by the time I start my new job, I would have one, two, three, four, five, six, six weeks off. Nice. Basically, I've just took a, the summer off, like the like the so kids So you're do. just like you just like a school child, yeah. You just take the yeah. summer off. Yeah, basically, yeah. Wish you could take six weeks. I wish I had six weeks off every summer. Mind you, <laughs> the way climate change is going, that might not that might not have a choice. <laughs> yeah, true, 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 true. <laughs> oh Jesus, it's been horrible. Building, buildings might burn down. It has been pretty sweaty. I won't lie. It's not been too bad the last few days. <clears throat> yeah, but like, so when I originally um, was well, like the first day I was so we did the podcast last week and I was like I was quite sweaty and I thought it's the heat right yeah because it was really hot and then the next day I didn't make it through work like my day job uh, I got like three hours um, and I spent most of that time not most of it but like a good like 45 minutes on a sofa like in in the in the back area just lying on it Everyone thought I was asleep. I wasn't asleep. Um, and then I left. <laughs> I don't remember. Like, I don't really remember the trip home. It's a blur. Like, I don't know. And then uh, I was. I thought it was just the heat. I thought, because the heat wave had been on for like a week at that point. <clears throat> like the next, the second heat wave. So like, I just went, I was just like, it's the heat. I've just got heat. It's fine. I'll be fine. And then obviously the face. And I was like, maybe it's not just the heat. <laughs> maybe it's something else. And then I went, and a doctor was like, yeah, you've, you've got an infection. Most likely. <coughs> um, in, in your face. And I was like, great. She was like, on the, on the Tuesday, she was like, it, it was that bad um, that she was like debating to herself whether to give me like really strong, like really like the strongest antibiotics he can get Mm. or send me straight to hospital. (laughs) And Mm. I was like, oh shit. Like I was doing that thing where I was like, I'm sure it's not that bad. (laughs) And most of the time, and most of the time it's not right. Most of the time it's like not as bad as you playing it up in your head. Then it's when a doctor says, might just send you straight to hospital. You know, you kind of go, you kind of have a moment of going shit. Maybe it is. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, uh, as a what? Yeah. Oh, what the? What'd you say? She goes, come back in two days for a follow up, and I was like, did you just say days? I was like, damn, this this must be pretty serious. But then I went back. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Like things had been going down. I had a nice chat with the nurse practitioner. Mm. Um, she didn't poke me in the face. The other one poked me in the face and the ear and the eye. <laughs> basically around my entire head um, sounds like it 
Now I'm just going to poke you, okay? Wait, what? Sorry, where, does it, where's, where does it hurt? And I said, it doesn't unless you, like, poke it. Like, and so she went, where is it? And I went there, and she went, ugh. And I went, ugh. <laughs> and then she was like, okay. Like, it was so close to my eye. She was like, we need to make sure it's not in your eye. And I was like, yeah, I didn't think of that. <laughs> it's very close to my eye. That makes sense. Mm. Um, but I'm fine. I feel better now. I'm just like... I was I was fluey, like you know when you feel like you, like you have the flu, but you don't like snotty or anything like that. I was just like, oh. yeah, yeah, I know you mean, yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm I'm still here. I've still got podcasts to do. I took that. I used the time that I, the unexpected free time to finish my unpacking video. Cool. <laughs> so, like yeah, that was did. that was like a couple of weeks in the future, and I just went. I've, I've got nothing better to do, and like. I can do this, like you know yeah. what I mean. Like I, it's sitting in front. Like it's hard. It's hard. It's hard work. But like it's sitting in front of a computer, like clicking on things. So I was like, I can, I can manage that. So I just thought, fuck it, I'll just do that. <laughs> sent out the, was it? I sent out the first. Here's the first half. Please be kind. And then like two days later, I was like, here's the finished video. <laughs> because I've just, I've had the time. <laughs> Seems to be going down well, so that's nice. Silence from Moody. Um, I was literally talking and I didn't realize I muted myself. I figured. I figured. That's just me in general. I'm always muting myself. Well, if you um, don't say anything for a couple of seconds, I, I don't know if you notice. <coughs> I always point out that you haven't said anything because generally it's because you're muted. Because you've got the right, you've got the more expensive wave micro. Like I've got the wave one, you've got the wave three, you've got the fancier one. Mine yeah. has a big fucking button, right? And if it's muted, it's red. And if it's not yeah. muted, it's white. So I can just look at my microphone and be like, oh, it's muted it's not muted you've got this yeah. fancy fucking thing where you tap the top of your microphone and from what i can tell no visual indication of whether you're muted or not oh no it does show i just forget wait what is it so you just uh, okay Never mind. i press I retract it. my statement <laughs> no no honestly that's all it is i completely forget that i have it that i've muted that i've muted myself and uh yeah it, it goes red it does the thing yours does i just i completely forget you just, start, you just start talking. It's like, yeah, red light, whatever. <laughs> what is this? Squid like game? <laughs> no, I, no, I, no. I completely forget. Completely, just like that. I've done, and I almost just think that I'm unmuted. So when I start talking, and then you say I can't hear, David Moody's muted. David Moody's muted, and all like that. I'm just like, oh yeah, I am. We need to get your. Um, we need to get it. We need to have your setup right, like the way you've got everything <clears> set up on the screen, so that like the way the 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 mixer the wave mixer is like directly in front of your face so you can see whether the bar's moving <laughs> mm. when you're talking <laughs> that's true that'll, oh, that'll, oh, help. We need that'll to, help me we need to break open the microphone and replace the light with a more powerful light so that like your entire face is like illuminated right <laughs> when you're not when you're muted so you can like you know like you can tell because all you can see is red Sounds about right. Yeah, I think it sounds good. Sounds cool. <clears throat> sounds cool. Should we? Yeah, uh, let's start. Should we start the show? Why not? <laughs> Why, Why not? not? I mean, we're here. Why? We're here. I've already, I've already insulted. What else you. are we gonna do? Let's eh? do what it. Yeah, what else are we gonna yeah. do? It's Sunday yeah. night, right? Like, there's nothing uh, else better to do on a Sunday night. Well, let's start yeah. the show. This mm -hmm. is 
the Words About Games podcast every Monday. You can get a video version, oops, of the show on youtube.com slash wordsaboutgamesuk or an audio version on a variety of platforms including Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and this week, YouTube. There are timestamps in the description wherever you choose to get your podcast so you can see what we've been chatting about, skip around, or watch the entire podcast backwards if you like. We don't mind. We're just happy that you're here. If you'd like to support the show or our content directly, you can buy us a coffee over at coffee.com slash words about games. Lastly, if you want to hang out with us while we play some games, head over to twitch.tv slash words about games. Or twitch.tv slash Joe Medfoss, because I was on his stream as well this week. <laughs> yeah, but, but we don't stream on his stream. I was on his stream. That's not my fault. I was his big I was his big clip from when we were playing Rumbleverse, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, and you know, there's a YouTube video, YouTube.com/slash Words About Games UK, unpacking nine months later, forty-four minutes and four seconds of me talking about unpacking. Go watch it; it's fun. I liked it. I enjoyed doing it. Exactly. Exactly. Just trying to get you to say it was good on on camera on microphone on camera on microphone. Well, I've already said it was good. You were muted. Oh, I'm it's good. I'm assuming that's what you were saying when you were muted. Probably, probably I've forgotten. Yes, very good. Go watch. See awesomeness. Yes. That good. I mean, it'll do. The episode's awesome. Go and give it a have a look. <laughs> it feels forced now. Like I forced okay. it out of here. It's just awkward. All right, then. But we're going to sit in it. Well, I'm just going to keep on re- follow, uh, liking and retweeting people who are literally calling out the Tories who have voted, who yeah, voted you... to put in raw, stu- raw sewage yeah, into our waters. I'll keep doing that. I mean, look, right. I approve of the, of the, the Twitter the activism. But man, you made my Twitter feed almost unusable this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame me, blame us. Those the ones who voted to say it's alright to pump sewage into our wars. I mean, no, I'm with you. It's not. <laughs> but it was, I just find it really funny. I was scrolling through Twitter and like <clears throat> I'd be like four tweets in a row. I'd be like, Daffy Boone, you retweeted this MP voted to put sewage in our river. And then it'll be like one tweet where it would be like, look at my cool art. And then another three tweets of sewage in the river. <laughs> I was like, just walking up. <laughs> but uh, no, I approve. You know me. I like it when we shout when we shout at people who deserve it. A lot of pasty white dudes. Sure. 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 A that's lot just of them. Oh god, one of them's asleep and we're the lazy ones. That's just the world in in general. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, what have we been playing, Amy? Ah oh, man. Lots. Surprisingly. Again, I had a surprising amount of free time that I didn't know I was gonna have. I don't know where to start. Oh my god, there's one Tory who looks like that Pokemon with the with the giant teeth from this morning. Like, wow! You did the segue, Moody. You did the segue. <laughs> <laughs> you can't segue and then segue back again, okay? <laughs> they must be in relation, but yes. Go, what have you been playing, Amy? I'll shut up now. Yeah, I'll mute myself. I'll mute myself. Don't okay. mute yourself because then you'll forget to unmute yourself. <laughs> he's gonna forget. He's gonna forget. I'm gonna ask him a question. And he's gonna give me this really eloquent answer, 
And then he's going to realize that he had not, not one heard it apart from his partner. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, I'll start I'll start with Rumbleverse. I've been playing Rumbleverse. I, uh, was hanging you mean out Rumble Dorm? No, Rumbleverse. I thought it was Rumble Dorm. Roller Drum is a different game. Oh, okay. Never mind. Aren't you the I'll one sh- that works in the industry? <laughs> Doesn't mean I pay attention to every game, no. <laughs> I don't even mean you pay attention to half the things I say. <laughs> That might be true. That might be true. Um, yeah, I was hanging out in um, in Joe's, Joe Medfoss, Twitch.tv slash Joe Medfoss, in his stream on th- Thursday. And uh, he was playing that, and I was eating fish and chips. And then it, it was like, oh, like, but basically, long story short, he convinced me to play games with him. And then, like, it's a fun game. <laughs> like, I didn't think it was going to be that fun. It's a, um, it's a battle royale, but it's like wrestling. Like, so it's like all melee combat. There's like no guns and shit. And you just run around doing wrestling moves on people. Or on your own bed if you're Joe Medfoss. Um, and yeah, the, uh, yeah, like, so like, it's pretty easy to, to pick a super awkward when it's just me said talking into silence. <laughs> I feel really uncomfortable. But, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, um, the, it's pretty easy getting to pick up because the um, I yeah uh, I, I I started playing it and didn't know what I was doing. Like I will say, the onboarding of the game is atrocious. Like you you load the game up right, and then the first thing that happens is the game is like, look at all this cool stuff you can buy. So like before you've even got to the start screen, it just pops up with like, oh, you can buy all this cool stuff. And I'm like, I've never played the game before. I've never played the game before. Don't even know what this stuff is. And then like. The, the any tutorial that the game will give you is like I don't know where it is. It's not it's not immediately accessible for, for when you start the game up. But yeah, man, because I was like for me, I was just jumping straight in with Joe. I was gonna learn on the fly, right? But like, would have been handy like if I'd been able to like learn what the buttons did. Mm-hmm. But from from starting with absolutely no idea how to play the game to within like an hour and a half. Um, I think uh, we played we played together for about an hour and a half, and like I, I, he was definitely the better player of the two of us. But I could like hold my own. Like we finished second in one match, and he didn't carry it. <laughs> like we 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 we, we, we turned out we were a pretty good team. But uh, that's pretty good for a for a game for like any multiplayer game to just be able to get a starting point of I don't even know how to dodge. <laughs> it's really weird and convoluted. Um, to oh, I can like KO people and like fight them and win sometimes. Um, so I thought I was pretty good. Nice, yeah, have fun. Yeah, you get cool. to, to dodge just like you hold R2 to block in the game. Um, so you hold R2, and then if you want to dodge while you're holding R2, you push L2. That's how you do it. I changed the controls pretty quickly because, like, this doesn't make my brain can't fathom dodging on by holding a button and then pushing another button. So I changed all the controls on my controller. <laughs> that also helped with my uh, getting better at the game. <laughs> Respect. You just got to do the things that are right for you in the moment. We all do. Mm-hmm. We all do. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's awesome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, it's a fun game. Um, free to play, so <coughs> cross play as well. So 
if you've got friends playing it on one platform and you don't have that platform, you can play it on another platform. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. I said nice. I'm not I know, mute, I, I, I swear. I went, mm-hmm. I said, well, yes. That's what I said. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> um, I'll go next. Uh, I have been playing Horizon Forbidden West. Mm. <sighs> you know those, you know those times when you've stopped playing a game for a while and then you go back and you're like, I don't remember where I was at. <laughs> Happens, um, <laughs> that was yeah. me. That that was me like the first hour. I was yeah. like, okay, where, okay, what am I doing here now? Okay, uh, 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 uh that's just okay. Let's just explore, unlock the map, Moody. Let's just unlock the map, Moody. Okay, just do that. And I did, <laughs> and that's all I've been doing, just wandering around. I haven't been really doing any missions. An outside mission from time to time, but I haven't really done any main story. Just us going around the map. Is what? Excuse me. Is what I can get to. Right. To unlock, and that's all I've done. It's really canny. Visually, like, so it's a visually stunning mo- game. It's really beautiful. Well, well played. Well done to to the team who created the game, and I think Gorilla, 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 Gorilla Games. That's them. Yeah. See, I worked for PlayStation. I worked for PlayStation. I remember their studios, guys. <laughs> that isn't Naughty Dog. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Pop I'm quiz. really enjoying Pop quiz, Moody. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Pop quiz. Who created this one? Uh, <laughs> Naughty Dog. Uh, Naughty Dog. Uh, it's Naughty Dog, right? right? Neil, Neil Druckmann, right? Neil the king Druckmann. of all games. That's uh, Corey Barlock. He's from Naughty Dog, right? <laughs> um, no, I, I think, yeah. Um, I'm not really into the story yet because I haven't really delved into it properly. I was going to so. say, like, where are you like, in terms of where you're on the game? Um, I no idea. Great. I'm not gonna lie. I have no fucking idea. (laughs) No idea at all. Mm -hmm. If that helps. If that helps. Okay. Um, her friend. I don't know the name. Um, It sounds like this narrative is having a big impact on you. Well, I haven't really paid attention because all I've done is just unlock the map i haven't really delved into the story yet to even get into it so there's nothing much for me to talk about when it comes to the story i'm enjoying the combat the combat still is like buttery smooth with what i felt like it was when it came to the first game they've just fine-tuned it a little bit more the only thing i think it feels absolutely useless is the spear i'm just like why do i want a close combat thing that doesn't do any damage you've got to upgrade that thing like i know but even after that yeah to like get that to be a viable option yeah, like it's, it's crazy. Good, it's good as like a last ditch, like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Like thing, One more but, hit and it's right on top of me, whack it type of thing, yeah. But yeah, like, I, hate, I mean, I, I switched through and you saw it because it was when I was streaming the game. Like, I was like, I got bored of the stealth so quickly, you know, it's just like, but the combat's fun, so I'll just do that. Mm-hmm. I don't mind the stealth, stealth's funny, fun, fun and uh, I enjoy that part of it. But um, yeah, I am... Um, <laughs> Isn't that what all stealth games do? That's what, <laughs> I mean, that's, what, that's what I mean. It's just like, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's some grass over there. <laughs> yeah, red grass. Go into it. And everything. But no, yeah, uh, like I said, story, I can't really comment on it because, like I said, I haven't played much of it. But I am enjoying what I've played so far. Um, I was just trying to get back into the motion of it, you know, because I hadn't really played it at all. Uh, like, I started it when I got my PlayStation. And I got pretty... No, not pretty far, but I got... I got got far as I thought was like good enough and then obviously then obviously I was like full on rotation when it came to working and all the time so I just didn't really feel like 
I had the time to do anything, and when I came home, I was just so knackered. I was just like, yeah, I can't be bothered to even play, because I played for four days at work. <laughs> I couldn't be bothered to play anything, so... Yeah. But now I'm back on the grind, and then I'll start work again, and then I'll just stop playing stuff. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, and then what I'll just <laughs> have to leave like the pod- nice, nice, healthy work-life balance. I'm sure six months from now we'll be talking about it on the podcast in a new story. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure... <laughs> Yeah, like you got no, the job no. part way through. Yeah. You part way through as you were a cream. Yeah, 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 I'm not <laughs> Best not to. Alright. Okay, what else have you been playing? Uh roller dr- roller drum. Rumble drum. Roller drum. Um I almost called it roller rumble drum there. Uh, which I downloaded on a whim because I was trying to play a live alive, but my switch controller broke. Uh, and I didn't get it. I'm not getting a replacement for a couple of days, so I was like, I need something to fill the gap because I definitely like had that urge to play video games. Even though I also read like an entire book, <laughs> had a lot of free cool. time recently. But, uh, but I played, I played Rollerdrome um, on a, like bought it, downloaded it on my PlayStation. Um, it's sick. I d- apologies for like last week when I was talking about it in um, when we were doing games out this week, and I said it was a multiplayer game. It's not a multiplayer game. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it was. Um, so like mm-hmm. apologies for that. But uh, yeah, it's it's fun. It's like Tony Hawk's meets. Um, I don't know, like an action game. <laughs> I guess it's like uh, Bloodsport. It's like a near future dystopia, um, which is like it's like a Bloodsport, right? It's like you you skate around doing like Tony Hawk style tricks, even though you're on rollerblades, not on a skateboard, but whatever. It's closest comparison. Scallop called it, said Tony Hawk's in his video about it about fifty times. So. It's stuck in my head, but uh, yeah, you do like cool ass tricks and like shoot people. Or, like, mechs. There's, like, mechs and robots and stuff that turn up in later levels. And it's so much fun to play. Like, the the controls are fairly simple. Like, I imagine for someone who's played Tony Hawk's, they'd be really simple. But for me, like, as someone who, like, that kind of game never really clicks in my brain. So, it's, like, they're, they're simple enough that I can wrap my head around them and do all the, like, front flips and 360s and whatever. But, like... Someone at Roll7 made the genius decision that you can't wipe out. <laughs> like, if you fu- like you can't, like, land incorrectly and fall over or whatever. Because, like, with all the guns and the shooting and stuff, like, there's, there's so much going on anyway that it would probably overload most players to also then have to be worried about, I'm going to land correctly while I'm flying through the air in bullet time, shooting at a, a robot with a grenade launcher. Cool. Um, so that's good. The... That's good. I'm hearing good things about it. Like one of the reviews are like Skill Up. He's gave it like a really good positive review. He was like he loved it. So it was it was skill. So <clears throat> a couple of people on my Twitter feed have been talking about it a lot. Um, like one person in particular who's like tastes align with mine quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Nat- and Natalie Clayton. Um, it's underscore Nat Clayton on Twitter. She's a level designer at Inkle. 
she was a PC, she was a writer at PC Gamer. Um, like, and she was talking about it, like, she was talking about, like, doing the leaderboards and getting the high scores and stuff. And then I saw a tweet about it, and I was like, I need to go and see what this game's about. Because it looks cool, but also sounds like it's not my kind of thing, like we talked about it last week, where I was like, it doesn't sound like it's my kind of thing, though. But, uh, uh, the, the the video that I landed on was skill ups, um. So like I watched that and then I was like, oh okay, like that's cool. Like there's touches like the thing I talked about where it's like you can't you can't you can't stack, so you can't fall over. <clears throat> and like when you're aiming the gun, it's not like you have to aim precisely. It's like you, if you're facing in the general direction of an enemy, it like locks on, um. Because obviously like you're probably flying through the air, <laughs> like like while you're trying to aim a gun at people and. I put a tweet out because I'm terrible at this game, Moody. Like, I, it's got a lot of assists in it, um, which is a nice touch. And I've turned one on, which is like you don't need to, because you have to complete a certain number of challenges per level to like unlock later levels. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I turned that off because I wasn't completing the challenges because I'm not very good at the game. But I just I was able to just turn that off. It was awesome. And um, like I put a tweet out that said like. Um, what was it like every every two every like couple of minutes i do something so over the top cool <laughs> that makes me feel amazing and makes me forget that i spent the previous 120 seconds flopping around like a fish out of water like it'll be like oh like i'll i'll mess up or i'll not do this or i'll run out of ammo or i'll do this and then all of a sudden i'll just skate up or up a wall do a backflip and then while i'm in the middle of the backflip i'll just blast this guy sniper guy on a on a thing on like a ledge with my dual pistols and then like <laughs> i'll be like that was fucking awesome and then i'll forget that like the 45 seconds previous to that with me like failing to get up the wall because i wasn't doing very good at the game <laughs> great cool sounds kind glad you're enjoying yourself i am i am there's like a, i think it's like 12 levels it's it's like a game designed to be replayed like to like do all the cool tricks and get all the points and there's like a leaderboard um i'm not gonna go for that because i don't want to like it's this isn't like neon white where i'm getting better at the game to the point where i I can get like the gold medals on all the levels on neon white like this is a it feels cool to beat the level (laughs) but i don't know if i'm gonna go back and do any better because i don't know if I, i don't know how i would do better yeah i understand so, but it's a fun game. Like, if you like that kind of thing. Like, um, a surprising point of comparison to it would probably be Doom 2016. Yeah, that's um, what Skill Up said. Skill Up literally said that. Yeah, I know. I was in his video. Like, just because of the, the, you've got to keep moving. You've got to keep your momentum going. Like, it's more important to keep moving than it is to, like, like shoot the bad guys. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Don't, like, try and, like, break and turn around because there's probably, like, six homing missiles and a laser behind you. Like, just keep going forward and you'll and get back and just go for, like, an enemy you can see in front of you. Um, so, like, it's got that, it's got that, like, I think that's part of why I love it because I love that, the feel of that, of Doom. Um, and I'm always looking for, like, games that feel like that. I didn't think I'd find it in a roller skating game, though. <laughs> interest hello that's good no that, like i say it was an unusual game 
when we saw it, I think it was like revealed, I don't know if it was a game fest or if it was that. State of play, was it? Okay, yeah. It was like, when we saw it, I was saying, what's this? Okay, that's uh, it's something new. I'm always going to champion something new, you know? Um, but it seems like, for me, for, for me, who has like very slow hand-eye coordination, I'm just like, yeah, I, I'm probably not going to play this just because of that alone, but... That's fair. Like... It, it, look, it does look like it's like something that if you can get if you can get around it get up to speed with it you can really have a good time and like that's amazing like the, the, who who, created, who developed it Devolver won it uh, it was Roll7 Roll7 um, who published it it was Devolver won it no it was um, Private Division Private Division okay um, yeah well either way they've like they've had a great time so I'm really happy about really happy for them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's it's a good game like it yeah also, like, there's little tiny little first person story beats in between like the different rounds in the championship, where it's like, hey, maybe, uh, maybe capitalism sucks. <laughs> maybe a blood spot for the entertainment of others. Out of 10 is for really bad. <laughs> and someone says capitalism sucks, it's like 10 out of fucking 10, motherfucker. Here we go. Say <laughs> in 2030, and it's like, um, I don't know if it was. I saw someone talking about it saying, "Oh man, it's only that's only eight years in the future," and th- and like a, a dystopia set eight years in the future. And I was like, I was like sitting here going, "We're in a dystopia now. Like, what's the difference? <laughs> like, the difference is we don't have a blood sport yet." <laughs> oh dear, the world. Um, but yeah, that's, I played those. I played like I played an hour or so of Live Alive before my controller issues became apparent. But I'll talk about that when I get to play it. There's a lot of cool games coming out in the next, like, three weeks. <laughs> there is a lot of games coming out. I don't that. know how much I'm going to get into, like, past... I don't know how much I'm going to get into my backlog with what's coming up in the next, like, three weeks. I'm very... I'd say a lot. There's a lot of stuff in it, so I'm going to be very excited. It's like, a lot of games coming. It's getting good. Mm-hmm. It has been a bit of a dry spell, not unlike of overall. It seems like it's not as much been coming out. It feels it like seem it feels like the summers we used to have a few years from a few years ago, or the last few years at least. Like yeah. last couple of years, like because of the the pandemic like just threw everything all over the place. It felt it like did. we were just getting game, 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 game. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Whereas um, before the pandemic, like summer used to be, you'd get like the you get a busy period. February, March, and then you get the busy period like October, November, and then like this the in between period, like sort of like the summer period was like games came out at a slower rate. <laughs> it's not necessarily like oh no games are coming out. It's like no they're coming out. They're just coming out slower, and it's, that's what this summer's felt like. It's like it'll be like oh there's a game coming out, and then there'll not be another one f- f- for you for another like couple of weeks, week something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, completely agree. And like, yeah, can't wait. It's a, a lot of games. Them. It's really good. The end of August is um, is like a machine gun. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. It's like here we go, here we go. <laughs> oh dear, that's not good. It's great, but it's also not good. Do you play anything else apart from Pokemon? <laughs> uh, Pokemon Shining Pearl. Like I say, I started that again. I really had a lot of like just chilling and just talking and playing, and I think it was really fun. I oh, it's a good chill game for me right now, like uh, which I'm really enjoying. Um, oh, what else? I put a little bit more of Two Point Canvas. Uh, oh, I did that really. as well. I got to yeah. the I got I got to the sandbox. Um, I yeah, uh, <laughs> I 
cheated. <laughs> I downloaded a trainer, gave myself infinite money just so I could get through the fourth level as fast as possible. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. I unlocked the sandbox, deleted the trainer, and just played the sandbox. That is true. That is true. I'm glad you got where you're glad you got where you wanted, and that's what it matters at the end of the day. Sorry, go on. I totally interrupted you. No, he didn't interrupt me whatsoever. This type of banter is what it's all about. I'm just distracting myself a little bit. So I know, I'm I know, sure. because you said you said that's true or something. Where I was like, that's <laughs> like twenty times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. that. Okay, that's Rudy. Rudy, Rudy's not paying attention. Rudy's I can just tell not he's even not paying attention <laughs> <laughs> on, his, on his own podcast. It's our podcast, but okay. Um, no, I haven't really played any else now. So. That's true. Fall, That's true. Fall Guys. Fall Guys. We played a few few last two days. We played Fall Guys together. Yeah, we did. That was because I wasn't streaming because uh, we were going to play somewhere else. Yeah. Um, yeah. Moody's like really lucky or really amazing at Fall Guys. It's one of those <laughs> and there's no evidence there's, of this fucker. <laughs> there's evidence. I'm backing you up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I saw it happen with my own two eyes. You did. You but did, I was the did. one that won. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. Like, if I could have been the, like, if I could have pulled off some of this, the sick moves you pulled off. Like, I mean, I want. I really want. The second we played two night for two nights, and the second night we played, I really wasn't in in it at all. <laughs> like the first night, I think we did really well. The yeah. second night, I was just like, not even. I wasn't even present. <laughs> Yeah, well, the thing is, I think that because we distracted ourselves and just chatted random shit over nothing, yeah. I think we played better because of that. Because we weren't paying attention. We just got, went on and just did it. <laughs> I was testing out my next video on you. Which is a you secret. Did. Ooh, a video you did, you did. Yeah. Can't wait for that. It's going to be good. People should be excited. It's gonna be a while, yeah. But while you're while while it's gonna be a while, go and check out the unpacking unpacking the video. Oh man, because it's yeah. awesome. And Moody can say say that because I told him more or less all of my main talking points for the future video. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> I was testing mm-hmm, them mm-hmm. out and see how you how did. controversial they were. <laughs> I don't think it's as controversial as you think they are. I don't think con- I don't think when it comes to like quote unquote hot takes, they're as controversial as people make them out to be. I don't know. <laughs> it's a video game series people people get real passionate about. Mm. We'll see. We'll the Mass see. Effect Andromeda one went down well, and I definitely went against the grain of popular opinion with that video. Oh, so. I like that game as well. So I'm on your side with that. I I know we've got we've got our side, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people on our side. If that video is anything to go by. Mm-hmm. Um, should we jump in the news? Why not? Let's see the next company that's just going to take over the industry and become a monopoly. Let's see if I can keep Moody off his phone. I'm Embracer off the phone. to acquire Lord of the Rings IP, Tripwire Limited Run, and more. This is from Marie Dilasandri over at GamesIndustry.biz, who writes. Embracer has announced a number of major acquisitions, including the IP rights to the Lord of the Rings and Manny, a developer, Tripwire Interactive. The company announced five acquisitions last week, plus, quote, one unannounced acquisition, end quote, for an aggregated upfront purchase price of $576 million. 
Among the purchases, Embracer entered an agreement to acquire Middle Earth Enterprises, a division of the Saul Zantz Company, which has owned the IP rights to The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit for over 50 years. Embracer said that the acquisition may also include, quote, matching rights in other Middle Earth related literary works authorized by the Tolkien Estate and HarperCollins, which have yet to be explored, end quote. Embracer said the acquisition was in line with its, quote, IP-driven transmedia strategy and, and expressed interest in exploring additional movies based on, icon oh, no, based on iconic characters such as Gandalf, Aragorn, Gollum, Galadriel, Eowyn, and other characters from the literary works of J.R.R. Tolkien and continue to provide new opportunities for fans to explore this fictive world through merchandising and other experiences, end quote. Embracer also acquired Collector's Editions Publisher Limited Run, with the transaction also including the company's 40% ownership in the joint venture Super Deluxe Games in Japan that will source more games to Limited Run on the Western market and provide a channel to sell Limited Run's catalogue in one of the strongest market in the world for video games. Sting Tricks, which provides, quote, vocal processing effects technology for karaoke, gaming, and entertainment, end quote, was also part of the buying spree, with its acquisition done via Embracer's new operative division, FreeMod. FreeMod will focus its, quote, operating activities in the retro, classic, and heritage gaming category, as well as investing in iconic gaming and entertainment properties, end quote. The group also announced the acquisition of Killing Floor and Manny, a developer Tripwire Interactive, and its publisher, Arm Tripwire Presents, as well as Teardown developer Tuxedo Labs, both via its subsidiary Saber Interactive. Embracer Group CEO Lars Wingerfors commented, quote, Today, Embracer becomes an even better group. I don't know why I'm doing a voice for him. I am pleased to welcome an amazing group of entrepreneur-led companies to the Embracer family and to extend our portfolio with some truly remarkable IPs and franchises, including Lord of the Rings. It is encouraging that our group has become a natural and preferred buyer of creative, growing, and profitable companies within the gaming and entertainment. Several discussions with entrepreneurs now joining have been ongoing for more than three years before the stars aligned today, which underlines the importance of a long-term perspective in building our group, end quote. So the Borg just assimilated like five more new companies. <laughs> this is getting ridiculous. We are, we are Embracer. <laughs> we are large or technological and like, there's going to be like fucking five fucking companies in, in gaming at the, by the time this is the dust settles on this. This is fucking ridiculous, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so from one point of, so one point of view of mine is that I, I don't mind this as that much because at the end of the day, this will hopefully stabilize some companies that will make that sure they don't collapse or, or go bust and everything like that. I understand where people come from. Like it's like yourself who, who hates companies buying up companies and everything like that but like we said the same when it came to like when um, microsoft bought up all those companies and we we're like saying yeah hopefully that means they're stabilizing them they're going to pump in money so they can create some new great new great games and new ips or continue to what they're doing with other already existing ips and create them even more and just give them a carte blanche to do whatever they want really hopefully um until the numbers that- go down that being said um with everything like it's been a bit of a mixture when it came to when it's come to microsoft of late i know it's about embracer but microsoft's important to what i'm trying to say okay okay i'm not gonna make any jokes i'm just gonna let you go I know you wanted to say a joke, then, I but, um, yeah. it, but, <laughs> um, but like we've we've talked about on many occasions, like Microsoft, like they don't seem like they're managing at least two of their teams very well. 
they've got a lot of mixed feeling towards like when it comes to even acquiring Activision in general especially with everything that's going on with Activision and everybody's just thinking oh when they buy Activision they'll just be able to fix it all instantly so you know it's going to take a lot of time and everything and and money money and resources to do sort of sort that completely rotten company to the core and fix it it's going to take years to get that sorted and whatnot and deep down all they're really doing is acquiring my uh, call of duty deep deep down and everything i know they had a lot of their games at their presentation when when uh, in june and everything but i'm not really we'll, we'll see how like embrace is like even though we've mentioned them many times and everything like that i keep forgetting about them all the time like they are they aren't really the ball because the ball could big and flamboyant not flamboyant but they just charge in and destroy everything <laughs> and do not do it quietly these guys are doing it all quietly and buying these companies up and ips and everything so and we aren't hearing anything bad when it comes to like how they are controlling the companies and um running the company should i say and how they and everything like that until until we're hearing like oh the embraces company of toxic toxic masculinity and all like that is ruining ruining their company and ruining all the other companies they've bought up and gobbled up and everything boo them and everything but we we aren't hearing anything right now so it's I'm okay with this right now, so but we'll see what happens. Sorry, the laughter was because the the flamboyant Borg. I just I immediately pictured like the one queer Borg cube in the collective. <laughs> oh. That would have been a nice episode on Star Trek Lower Decks. That I mean, could have give been it time. funny. Give it time. It's Lower Decks is still going. <laughs> yeah, it could be this season, third season next week. Hell yeah. It's just, it's 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 too much. It's like so many companies are under the control of, of, of one big company, right? Um, and like, what do you do? If you if you have a terrible experience at an Embrace, at an embrace Group company, right? Like, we're gonna read later on about nintendo and like we've read about in the in the past for like a bunch of others it's like where do you go like how many like studios have just been closed off to you if you don't want to if you don't want to or can't work for the embracer group anymore this they own a fucking shit ton of the game industry at this point like a huge slice of that pie is owned by this one company like and what happens if that quietly. company it goes under <laughs> like it's possible like the the amount of projects that must be ongoing right now at Embracer and the amount of money that must be being piled into just making like sure that even if what every studio is just making like one game. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a scary thought because what happens if a few of those tank? <laughs> you, like, whoa. And then like you've got the, the stuff that we know is gonna happen. Like the the more you the more you like centralize all of these game development studios into like a few different under a few different umbrellas like it stifles competition it stifles creativity it gives companies less incentive to to bolster workers right because well where else are you gonna fucking go like we've even heard game development we've even heard game studio bosses say that to employees um and i i know i'm just saying what i've said for the past few years but like it's just it's starting to get on my tits now i say it's starting it's been getting on my tits for a while i was gonna say like 
oh my god, man. Like, remember Vicarious Visions? Remember how they made, like, an, a really good Crash Bandicoot game and then remade Tony Hawk's 1 and 2? Thought it'd be, like, one of the best-reviewed games of that year. But because they were a wholly-owned subsidiary of Activision Blizzard, the studio got shut down, and now they, they make maps for Blizzard. Like, that's what they do. That was their reward for all of that awesome work. <laughs> <laughs> even an embracer even an embracer like they took knights of the the, the knights of the old republic uh, remake that was being made by asper and they've just they've taken it and just said here they've given it the saber interactive and apparently that's going to cause no delays and i don't know but i think it will and you saying no delays means I've, are those people at saber interactive working 40 hours a week, five days a week. It doesn't sound like it if there's going to be no delays on this game. That was apparently falling apart. And yeah, I don't disagree studio. about that. Yeah, but until we hear stuff like that, it's just all hearsay of what, what, what you're saying right now. So it's predictable. There's no doubt about it. I, can, I, I will not be surprised if we hear that Saber Interactive has been doing crunch hours to get this game sorted and everything like that. I won't be surprised about that, but until it's sort, until we know... I'm not, I'm, not wait, okay, I'm not waiting for Embracer Group to come out waving a spade around to call a spade a spade. I'm, I'm done with that. Like I'm done with waiting for a, a bad situation to be revealed to me when it, it's fairly... It's fairly Fairly, it's fairly predictable, like you say. It's fairly predictable to surmise that there's a bad situation happening. Like I just, but yeah, potentially, yes. I don't deny that. I mean, I'm yeah. not saying it's definitely happening. I'm saying this is this is me following the logical thread and hopefully outlining outlining the steps of where I'm going, not just going yeah. to the end point. But I'm getting mm. wound up. <laughs> you are getting a little wound up by yeah. the games industry. And we talk, we talk the big talks and all of the executives are talking the big talks about, oh, we really need to, to fix this industry because we've had a lot of stuff come out recently and then nobody's doing anything about it. Because they're not going to. I know they're, they're not, not going to. But that's like, not, just because I know they're not going to doesn't mean it's gonna, that's just going to make me more angry. <laughs> and I'm not telling you not to stop talking about it. I want you to talk about it and everything like that. You know that. But I'm just like, yeah, like it's just how it is. Sadly enough, I don't accept that. I'm I'm done. I'm done accepting that. <laughs> I'm 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 getting, I'm just <sighs> done. <laughs> I just uh... breathe. Nah, <laughs> if I breathe, then I might have to continue existing. Well, I kind of like Amy, so please breathe. Yeah, it's fine. Like, there was a tweet, Je like, Jessica Gonzalez tweeted out uh, this morning, like, what can gamers do to help devs make better games? Punch up towards leadership for the executive decisions made. <laughs> like. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. And. Yeah. Like. Ah, uh, we could, we could go down a rabbit hole. Of, of talking about the things that we've talked about before it's just like and why, where are where's everybody's yeah. fists moody where is everybody's yeah. fists <laughs> yeah I, like i like i won't reveal where i'm at i won't reveal you know where i'm going and everything like that but i won't reveal it on here yet until i'm ready to until i'm ready to reveal it but the re one of the reasons why i have joined this company where i'm going to is because of literally the questions i asked asked one of the one of the top five people who own the company who are part of mainly part of the ceo team and everything like that and like like they bring F, they bring each each a person from each team to the table when it comes to talking about 
games that they might want to help publish games they want to develop and everything like that they bring someone so there's always someone there at the table talking on behalf of the team of each individual team and everything and when i heard that i was thinking that's amazing that's what i want to hear and and that's why i've obviously gone to this company and everything for this and that's and i can't wait to obviously start and everything sadly this is not happening in every other company and it is shit it sucks like hell that we hear things like all of these like until uh, I get, yes, I'm, I won't lie, I'm being a bit coy when I say until we hear the stuff. I don't think it's fair to, to, don't think it's fair to properly get onto them about it until we hear it and anything like that because we're just, we could, we could be stirring shit for no reason at all. That's why I get a little bit hyperheadsive rid of it. But at the same time, we know Embracer Cup don't do that for any of the teams whatsoever. What, what, where my company does bring someone from each team that they own to the group, to the, to the table to have a proper conversation saying, okay, where are we going? Where is this team? Where is Embracer going? What are we doing here? Type of thing. Where is the direction you're want to lead it is there anything we could help to improve it or what do, and if, you know what i mean and so we know they don't do that we know that it's the same thing with what's happening like with warner brothers right now and 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 like microsoft and all of this shit and i think it's like it's it's crap i don't deny that but and hopefully things can change and whatnot and, and i would hope it does but it's just one of it's the sadly it's why it, where it's I just feel like, like there's a large content not a large contingent. I feel like there's a, I feel like I feel like there's a contingent out there who will who who are waiting for the change to happen to like to the industry, if that makes sense. Like yeah. in the way of like not actually act like because things don't change if you sit back and wait for them to change. That's not how how any of yeah. the world works. I'd hope over the last few years we've all figured that out. Like and yeah, maybe I am pushing it a little bit far by like extrapolating what I'm what I think is happening at Embracer Group, and maybe maybe that's right. Maybe I am being unfair. Maybe I'm just in a in a space in a headspace right now where I'm getting very angry, <laughs> and no. I'm letting that angry anger leave me a bit. And if I am, I'll reflect back on it when I'm less angry, and I'll hold my hands and say maybe I fucked up. But, yeah, and if and when and if and when those new sites come out and say all these things are happening, every night, I will literally say Amy fucking called it. <laughs> like I'm just throwing. I just want to. Th- I just feel like I need to throw yeah. some punches right now. That's fine. I mean, if you want to talk, we could talk about things we know that the Embracer Group is going on at the Embracer Group, like their billion-dollar investment from Saudi Arabia. But like, <laughs> we've already we've talked about that, and nobody seems to care that Saudi Arabia is slowly buying into every everything it can get its grimy human rights violating hands on. Yeah. That's. that's yeah no one cares i'm not gonna no lie it's, it's, it it sucks the, it is <laughs> that's probably the, no one the, cares the core of the frustration right no one probably cares. Yeah. yeah like it feels like it it feels like it sometimes yeah no doubt about it yeah like like when you see like video, amazing videos from stephanie sterling and everything and what they do it's like absolutely amazing they call it out every single episode for some for some shit that's happening in the industry they don't want to do it that way they want to be talking about the video game industry in a positive light and everything but sadly the industry does not allow it companies do not allow it and it's crap and it's terrible like you've still got the crap with what's going on with ubisoft that what you was are. it two weeks two weeks ago that it was a year it's been a year since the it's whole thing came out nothing has changed and i just yeah. want to point out that right now as we're recording i've got twitter open ubisoft is trending and everybody's like "Ooh, 
there's a rumor that they're making a Blade game. Isn't that awesome? And I'm like, sure, why not? That's awesome. It's not really awesome for all of the people who are suffering working at that shite ass of a company, but yeah, sure, great. They're making a Blade game. Fantastic. <laughs> who cares about the the employees? They don't, sadly. Uh, Neither does the Activision. Neither does many companies, sadly. And it's just how it is, and it's just... And it's what what is is incredibly infuriating. I don't deny that. Like, like I won't lie. Like before I started this podcast, I was probably very naive when it came to the industry. I don't deny that when I started college and everything. And then obviously, I've obviously learned more from research when I was doing at college. And then, but you obviously coming on the podcast and chatting with you and seeing all the, the shit that's just piling on in, in the in the industry, and you just like go when will it ever end and sadly it won't end it won't and until and like and i don't know what anyone can really do we can't freaking ask any government to try and do anything because all of them suck <laughs> all of them really suck in their own unique way we've got our crap one which is just terrible we've got one over across across the bloody atlantic who's just sleeping on the job and everything and you got others who do just don't do nothing whatnot and everything and it's just like really really crap they can't come no one's gonna come in and try and do legislation to try and clamp clamp down on the industry to make sure the companies are not freaking hurting their hurting their staff and everything but what we need to do is and we're gonna get on to stuff about employees rights because it's in the podcast later on um might be after half time i think i can't remember but like mm. the thing the best thing to focus on is what you like and and hey i just lost i just lost sight of everything for the last 20 minutes so like i don't know if this is a bit hypocritical of me to even like be offering advice or anything but like i guess you've snapped me back to my senses the point the thing you've got to focus on the things that you personally can do like whether yeah, that's great. whether that's by yourself or as part of like a collective as a collective action like like and just listen to the people who are affected. Like I just I read out a, a tweet from 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 Jessica Gonzalez who says quite plainly this is a thing that you can do and it's a thing that we can we can do like me and you individually together on this podcast and it's a thing that a lot of people can do. Like we can't we can't between the two of us change a company's work working practices. Like because we don't own a company, we don't have like yeah. the influence to pressure Activision Blizzard or whatever. But like we can add our voices to a sea of other voices to pressure for change, as Foxes used to say when he was on the podcast every time we talked about this stuff. It's like it, it takes all of us like to, to speak in unison. But we can do stuff. We we've we've seen that we can do stuff in the past. And sometimes it's just as simple as making sure that people don't forget that this stuff is happening. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy your blade game if it's true but also like remember and talk about the other stuff that's been going on at ubisoft like talk about the the the, the four demands of a better ubisoft when you're talking about <coughs> a potential how excited you are for a potential blade game coming out of that that company but that's the thing about it which, which is even more annoying because we know there's not many you talk about it that's the thing about we we go back to this all the time, and this is what we always land back on it. But there's not many who talk about it, and it's and who's and who do talk about it are small ones, like a small podcasters. The biggest one I know is this, like I said, Steph Sterling, and they can only do so much themselves and everything, and it's really crap and it sucks when we hear these type of things and whatnot. But it does, it does. But we just need yeah. to keep going. We we we, oh, we yeah. you and I, just yeah, keep going. 
And, and we will. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> I'll try and make sure I keep a level head. I haven't lost it for a while, and I didn't really lose it there, but I feel like I came very close. Like, I think you came a little close, yeah, Keith, just a Keith, little Keith, bit. I think, it's, I think you have to go all the way back to Keith and being on the podcast for the last time I truly lost it. <laughs> Potentially, yeah, no doubt um, about it. To anyone who like works in the industry, if you can, if you can join a union and everything like that, do so because it's just, just to help you, just to give you some some little leeway and everything to cause like there's, there's not enough. The, sadly, the companies have too much power, and you need some defense in some sort of way. This is true. Okay, I lost my head. I'm back. I apologize for that. When I'm back, should we do a? Should we? We've got more to to cover so I should but should we do the half time first <laughs> go for it I apologize if it seemed like I was shouting at you there Moody because I think I kind of was a little bit <laughs> it's completely you unintentional not, you weren't shouting at me not at all it's uh it's time for indie game of the week this is the <laughs> this is the first time it's ever happened we put this in we put this in the podcast as like a break between the two sets of news stories so that we could have like a moment to breathe and chill. And I feel like this is the first time it's ever actually came in as that, as being like, oh yeah, let's just fucking take a step back and breathe for a minute. Uh, this is the thing we do every week where we talk about cool looking upcoming indie games that we've noticed. And we like to shout out indie games. This one comes from Moody dropping it in the, uh, in the Discord, in, in our I've, private Discord. I, I dropped this one? I think it wasn't me. So I assume it was you. Nobody I, else posted I, it. <laughs> I hate when I drop when I drop things and I forget about it. That annoys me even more. I'm pretty sure you did, yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I remember this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, this one Lu- looks creepy as hell. Lunar Abyss. You are a prisoner sentenced to explore a derelict megastructure that sprawls deep beneath the surface of the mimic moon Luna. You are tasked with recovering forgotten technology from within the abyss and the lost colony it consumed. Every move you make will be overseen by your artificial prison guard named Aelin. The centuries-old ruins are alive with maddening echoes, insinuating secrets of the once-prosperous city of Greymount and its terrible fate. The Scourge, the tenants of the Old Father, the Choir of the Collective, the Voices of the Abyss call to you. They whisper strange missives. Uncover the mysteries of the Mimic Moon and the Abyss within its depths. Come face to face with remnants of the colony's downfall and discover your role within this doomed world. Learn all the secrets the Abyss has to offer. Sprint, jump, and dash your way through this brutalist alien megastructure. Experience fluid first-person platforming as you travel through Luna in the depths of the Abyss. Survive deadly encounters with the corrupted souls and twisted cosmic horrors. Master your weapons and make split-second decisions in fast-paced, explosive, bullet-hell combat. This is being developed and published by Bonsai Collective and is coming soon to PC via Steam and PlayStation and Xbox platforms. There's a link in the description if you want to check out more about the game at the Steam store page and go wishlist it. It helps the developers out. Um... Yeah, I didn't didn't know anything about this game until the the trailer dropped in the, in the thing. I think people think I I like everybody in the private Discord like thinks that like that channel is exclusively for me to drop trailers in. Like, there are plenty of games that I haven't heard of. <laughs> like, yeah, please drop please if you're in that Discord, drop games in indie games in that in that channel so I can see them all. Yeah, because I had no idea about this game until you showed me it, <laughs> and it <laughs> looks cool. <laughs> does look like a lot of fun this game it does look look creepy as hell and i don't mind creepy games i mean hell we got some creepy creepy games coming up it's the uh it's the winter of horror 
in uh, 2022-2023, I think. Great. Um, and I'm here for it. Hell yeah. Bring it on. We need more. We do need more. So now I have to put to the test about being level-headed. Shall we continue with the new story? Go on, be, be level-headed, Amy. Be level-headed. I can be level-headed. <clears throat> Nintendo is actively investigating reports that its female testers face harassment and discrimination. This is from Jess Weatherbed over at The Verge. He writes, Nintendo of America is investigating reports that female game testers were subject to discrimination and harassment, according to internal messages seen by Kotaku. Earlier this week, the publication published a scathing report exposing a toxic workplace culture at the company in which female staff and contractors were targeted by male colleagues. According to Kotaku, Nintendo of America president Doug Bowser sent an email to employees acknowledging the claims on August 16th, the same day the report was released. In the message, Bowser stresses that the company is taking the allegations seriously, stating, quote, We have and always will investigate, always investigate any allegations we become aware of, and we are actively investigating these most recent claims, end quote. Bowser also highlighted that Nintendo has, quote, strict policies designed to protect our employees and associates from inappropriate conduct and expect full compliance with these policies by all who work for or with us, end quote. Uh, Kotaku's report says women are underrepresented and underpaid among Nintendo's contractors compared to male peers, making up just 10% of the teams. In addition, a former employee claims that female Nintendo staff overlooked for full-time work and progression opportunities. The report also detailed a frat house workplace environment with mentions that female staff were subjected to sexually inappropriate behavior and homophobia from male Nintendo employees. Another allegation mentions a group chat within Microsoft Teams in which a male member of staff justified attraction to a prepubescent game character and shared memes about which Pokemon would be best to have sex with. One former employee within the report is quoted saying that, quote, Nintendo was almost like a nightmare, end quote, and that management warned her to be less outspoken after she reported inappropriate behavior to them. Kotaku's report highlights workplace inequality between contracted and full-time employees, and Nintendo has previously come under fire for accusations of union busting following a filing with the National Labor Relations Board. Charges from this filing include discharging employees for joining a union and discussing working conditions and salaries. Like picking away at the scab, this news story. <laughs> like, every time you think you're finished, there's just more there. <laughs> there's no doubt, yeah. won't stop coming out. <laughs> Uh, I've taken that metaphor to its logical conclusion. Now you can you can say what you're going to say. I, I can't. Re- I'm not going to say anything after after that post comment. Um, this what's to say what we haven't said already when it comes to every type of company is doing this terrible freaking thing. We all know women are massively underrepresented in the games industry. Heck, in a lot of freaking industries in general, in massively underpaid, massively freaking just worked worked ragged to the end of time, and bloody just completely tread like 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 the pieces of meat that you've just stood on by accident, or not even by accident. And it's just disgusting. It really is. And to hear to hear the word, hear the two words which we heard from Activision to ha- happen in Nintendo, frat house, mm. frat house, frat house. Yeah. It's just I hate hearing all this. And it's just like, it's, what is it with this with this industry, man? It really is. It's the industry I love, but for fuck's sakes, I kind of hate it at the same so, time. When you hear when you hear things like this, homophobic hate freaking. Oh yeah, says, like I read the the Kotaku like 
article, which was like the it was too in depth to read on on the podcast. Um, if you want to know more, you should go and check it out. It's very in depth, and uh, yeah, like the homophobia is just it's the 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 thing is like what is it with the games industry? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna keep our discussions strictly centered on the games industry because it's a games podcast but obviously like you can apply this to most industries around the world but um like this is what happens so the like most like other industries the games industry is built around men being in charge of everything um and the these are the these are like the prevalent prevalent attitudes of when men were hugely like overrepresented throughout the i'm talking like 20 30 years ago when like you know men were hugely overrepresented throughout the games industry like they still are hugely overrepresented but um like when you would have like all male teams and no one bat an eyelid at it you know and the people in those all male teams like probably behaved like a frat house like that was probably how the team behaved and that was tolerated and fine because everybody there was men and what is happening is those attitudes carry forward and as more people of basically everyone who is not a cisgender white man like is now joining like more of 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 everybody else is joining the games industry they're still taking those attitudes forward because they think that that is an acceptable way to behave around other people who work at the company um and and it just it just is not like if if you if you work in a certain way and you tell a certain type of joke, right? Like, and everybody present is comfortable with that, then that's fine. Like one of the one of the claims that was that was highlighted here, um, it was the was the group chat thing, where you know one of the the people in the in that group chat was was making jokes about which Pokemon they'd like to have sex with, and I was just on a live stream where I made a couple of jokes like that with me and Moody, but if Moody. Yeah. If Moody or anyone who was in chat at that moment had said, "Actually, this is making me uncomfortable," would you stop? The correct response is to go, "Um, is to go. Yes, I'm really sorry. I made you uncomfortable. I'll stop." Like, but that that's the part where there's a disconnect, because the because these men because these men get defensive, because this is how they've always they behaved, um, and it's been fine before, even if it hasn't been fine before, right? Because like not not everyone's going to speak up when they come into contact with this stuff because there is a real danger of retaliation from those men. Yeah, and 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 that's how it happens. That that's how this whole thing continues to get perpetuated. And like I say, like we all know there's a big divide when it comes to like how many men there is in the industry that there is women, and it's just. And because of it, it just has this type of frat boy, frat house culture, which is just disgusting and deplorable. And it's just like, like, I like, I'm only going off for my bloody experience and everything like that. But like, from like when I was at work at the PlayStation, like it was like, there was like sort of a lot of banter and fun banter and everything like that. Sure. But we never, it was never like, because I obviously we had a, we had a couple of women in my, in my team and on my tie, on my yellow shift mm-hmm. team and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And it was just, we, but I, uh, I don't know, man. It's just like it was fine on my end. Like the banter was good. It was fun. It wasn't like grotesque. It wasn't homophobic, sexist, racist, or anything like that. To what I saw on my end. But obviously, people may think otherwise, and everything like that. And like, absolutely. Like you've always got to be. Man, this con- is how it is. You have to be very conscious. You've no always doubt. got to be conscious of what you're saying and doing around other people. And like, just know that. If and when you make a mistake, it's okay to have made a mistake as long as you like, yeah. take that on board, 
right? Like, don't get defensive. Like, Moody, if you ever said something, you've, in fact, you have in a couple, a couple of times, like in the past, like few years, you've you've said things, and I've gone, no, that's not appropriate. And you've no, always responded, and, off. <laughs> and, but you've always responded with, okay, you know what I mean? Like, because that yeah. that is the yeah. the correct response. Like, it doesn't matter what your intent is. I'm I'm not just talking about you. I'm talking about just generally. Like yeah, the yeah, royal your, <laughs> like like it doesn't matter what your intent is. It matters how that lands with the other person in the conversation or a person who can hear you, right? Like, it's it's not about like oh well I didn't mean to offend you. It's like well that doesn't matter. Like what you meant to do because here's what actually happened. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, we've we've talked about this a while a while ago. I remember where it's just like what's the we talked about solutions because obviously this is a huge thing. And like I've said at the time, I know I've said this to you in a podcast at some point in the past, like that you can't just take a you can't just take a bunch of underrepresented people, so like women, transgender people, uh, queer people, black people, brown people. You can't just take a, a a huge group of them, shove them in at the bottom, and then expect things to get better because that's not what's going to happen. What's going to happen is those those people that you've just shoved into the, the bottom of your company are going to experience the things that people have experienced for the past decades. Because what yeah. you need to do is you need to change the leadership of your of your company, like the makeup of your leadership. Yeah, I really do. It's just, yeah, it's a whole lot of crap. Basically. Yeah. It's not level headed. Be, be safe, everyone, everyone. Be safe. Yeah, absolutely. Like if you can like if you can find yourself in a position within your company, if you work anywhere, not just in a game dev company, to actually call stuff out and to actually like be the person that stands up and says, No, actually this is unacceptable, then you should do that. However, with that being said, if if it's not safe for you to do that for whatever for whatever reasons because of you fear retaliation from the company itself or you fear retaliation from the person who is making you uncomfortable, don't because it's not worth your safety to uh, to to do that. And these can be incredibly people don't realize that these can be incredibly unsafe. Like even just not laughing at somebody's obviously offensive joke can genuinely be an unsafe thing to do for a woman. I've, exactly. I've been in that situation. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And if if we really want to affect change, like to any to any men out there who are listening to this or who are reading these stories, who say like, "Oh, but what can I do?" It starts with just having zero tolerance for stuff like this. Like, if somebody makes a racist a racist remark or a homophobic remark or a transphobic remark, say no. Like, push back. Because, like, if you're a cisgender white man in that situation and someone makes, say, a racist joke that's not appropriate, you are in the best possible position to say that is not appropriate. Because you are going to have the least repercussions from that. If you stand your ground, that you, you, are, you are best placed to do that. And that's called allyship. <laughs> We all need to do more of that. Even myself, I've even had this conversation with myself internally about the place that I work at. Yeah. Like, you hear a joke, you hear someone make a racist comment, and you don't say anything, or you roll your eyes and and, and ignore it. Like, that is a form of perpetuating that harm. 
by doing nothing. By doing nothing, you're doing something. You know what I mean? Just not. It's not sure. the thing that you you think you're doing or you want to do. By doing nothing, you're actually doing something that's not good. Exactly. That's it. That's it. Like it's like we say when we talk about games that say they're apolitical. It's like by by saying that you are making by by saying you're having no political stance, that is a political stance. It's 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 a similar thing on a much more personal level. By ignoring someone being homophobic, you're helping to perpetuate that homophobia. Mm-hmm. Or transphobia. Let's just throw that bit. Oh in no, there. absolutely. Like any kind of isomophobia. Sorry, I was just using one. <laughs> To keep my yeah, sentences well, concise. <laughs> yeah, but we haven't had, we haven't mentioned it for a while, so let's. We're gonna have plenty of opportunities well. to do it on Tuesday night on our live stream, so don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, but we were, well, I thought we were playing ships. I'm, I'm thinking about like getting my guitar out. Um, there's a guitar <laughs> in the house, and literally just play. You know, have you seen Brooklyn Nine Nine? <laughs> no. Uh, well, yeah, clip, I've seen clips. You've you, you seen the clip where he's playing the guitar to the guy to make him confess, and he's just playing out of tune, screaming. I'm thinking about just doing that for the entire Hogwarts Legacy bit. Just, Yeah, but I'm going to be in earshot of that, so just, I would like you not to. I'll, 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 uh, I'll mute my microphone uh, on okay, Discord. No, okay. <laughs> so you don't have to hear it. <laughs> okay, then. See? Composure. I got it back. Shall we move on? Go for it. Women in Games' new guide hopes to tackle gender underrepresentation and dysfunctional work cultures. This is from Vicky Blake over at Eurogamer. He writes, Women in Games has published a revised guide with 150 pages of, quote, information, inspiration, resources, first-hand accounts, case studies, recommendations, and more, end quote, for companies interested in, quote, engaging with and advancing gender equality and wider diversity and inclusion, end quote. The organization, which is self-described as activists that believe, quote, getting more women into games and esports should be a national, international, and strategic priority, end quote, says building a, play- a fair playing field, quote, is very specifically focused on gender. It encompasses wider intersectional issues of inclusivity and diversity and can be used to address them at every level, end quote. Written by Women in Games CEO Marie-Claire Isaman, Sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. And Women in Games Education and Research Consultant Sharon Tulane Sage. The guide hopes to address persistent, wide-scale issues of gender inequality, highlight the role of leadership in achieving fairness, provide inspiration for companies and individuals, and encourage and enable change. It says the guide is needed as there is, quote, an urgent need for change given women remain significantly underrepresented in the games industry and the well-publicized controversies around dysfunctional working cultures in the games industry add to the urgency for change. End quote. Uh, The CEO, Mary Claire Eisenman, said... Quote, the world has changed since the 2018 publication of the first Women in Games Guide. COVID-19 and its continuing aftermath... I just lost the sentence there, sorry. COVID-19 and its continuing aftermath has brought uncertainties, but this has also brought huge opportunities for driving positive change. Global working practices, and particularly the games industries themselves, are being transformed, and this guide sets out to bring new impetus for gender equality and fairness. The guide is part of our aligned efforts to take actions in support of the UN's SDGs, particularly number five, gender equality. An integral to a larger portfolio of work within our five spaces of action, industry, education, policy, community, and culture. This supports our mission to create new platforms, pathways, and synergies that bring together agents of change, advocates, 
men and boys, champions experts, grassroots organizations, and others for new dialogues focused on shared solutions towards fairness and equality for all. This is a moment when integrating practical steps in every area to bring about gender equality is not just fair, it is achievable, end quote. The guide can be downloaded free of charge at the official website, which is linked in the description of the video. Sweet. This is like really good. Like what we were just talking about on the last story, there's nothing ver- the lack of representation for women is shite. Let's just be frank, it is absolutely crap. And uh, but also it's like because they're like freaking out as like so the misogyny that's in the industry can also be very overwhelming, can be over frightening as well. So like to see this type of thing, it's a great little th- it's a great thing and hopefully the industry can grab onto it and work work together and do things the to change this and everything, then I, I like this. This is really good. Yeah, it's 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 important. Like I've said before, like uh, we 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 last year we slid down a bit of a rabbit hole where this podcast became a bit doom and gloom. Um, and this year I wanted to make sure like it wasn't as. Are you all right, <laughs> Moody? Are you good? What? Are you okay? Yeah. Why? It just it, the last couple of minutes. It sounded like you're in in tremendous pain. <laughs> No, I just took my top off because I'm getting a bit warm. <laughs> Sorry, did I reveal too you much? You did, yeah. I think you went a little bit farther. <laughs> well, just like you did yesterday, so it's all right. <laughs> We're even. <laughs> no comment. Um... Love you. <laughs> yeah, you too. Uh, yeah, so I think it's... <laughs> I think it's important to like balance the stuff out, right? It's like we well, can talk yeah. about Nintendo and and everything bad that's going on there, and and but there are groups out there and there are people out there who are fighting to 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 make positive change. It's like we were t- we when we were just talking about it in the first part of the podcast uh, when Amy lost her head. Um, it's like what can we do? Well, what we can do is we can support things like this um, and champion things like this. Um, the women in games stuff, you know, like the the guide, the official guide. Yeah, great. Um, and that's a thing that we that's a thing that anyone can do. You can do it out there in non. Because let's be frank, the sanest option at this point is to not start a video game podcast. So if you haven't done that, congratulations, you made the correct choice. But you can also go follow women in games on Twitter. You can retweet their stuff. You can point point it out to people um you can do a lot of stuff you can do a lot of stuff just from wherever you are you know you don't have Mm -hmm. to work in a position of power in the games industry to be able to just lend support to things true completely yeah my brain just fired there a little bit Yeah, it's Sorry. true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Should we? My sp- brain literally just. I literally just. It was like my brain. I could hear it in the background saying, "There's no, no one's talking." Moody, Moody, Moody. She's waiting Moody. for you, Moody. <laughs> it's, it's your time to shine. It's your time to shine, Moody. Oh God. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Ah, uh, let's move on. Bring it on. Yeah, this has been a crazy episode. I don't know if it's been good or bad. <laughs> we, we, we we can never really decide that. Can we? Like, no, yeah, we're, we're not really the arbiters of whether this is good or bad. That's up to the people who listen to it. That's true. 
popular PC mod sites ban homophobic mods for Insomniac Spider-Man. This is from Ryan Gilliam over at Polygon. He writes, Insomniac's Marvel's Spider-Man recently made the jump from PlayStation exclusivity to Windows PC, just as Sony's God of War did earlier this year. Naturally, the sprawling open-world superhero game has attracted some attention from the modern community, who now have the freedom to transform Spider-Man into Kingpin and other characters. However, some modders took this newfound freedom for, gra- for granted, targeting the various pride flags scattered around Marvel's Spider-Man's New York and replacing them <coughs> with American flags. Thankfully, popular mod sites, Nexus Mods and ModDB, have taken a stand against this behavior. Excuse me. Oh, I just caught the cough there. On nice. Thursday, Nexus Mods released a blog on its site in which it addressed some, quote, silly drama, end quote. The post talks about how a user uploaded an anti-LGBTQ mod using a sock puppet account that removed all of the in-game pride flags. Nexus Mods called the user out for intentionally trolling, which led the site runners to ban both the sock puppet account and the user's main account. Quote, In regards to the replacement of pride flags in the game, or any game, our policy is thus. We are for inclusivity, we are for diversity. Uh, That was uh, Dark One, who's the site owner of Nexus Mods. If we think someone is uploading a mod on our site with the intent to deliberately be against inclusivity and slash or diversity, then we will take action against it. The same goes for people attempting to troll other users with mods deliberately to cause a rise, end quote. The post went on to promise that the team will do better to modify the site themselves in the future. It also clarified that when removing mods like this, all Nexus mods could do is remove it from this from its site, not delete from the internet entirely. You may be able to find hateful mods like this on some mod sites, but Nexus mods won't be one of them. Quote, we don't want we don't want to and won't argue this with you. If this policy upsets you, if we've broken some moral code of conduct as a business that you can't accept, then please delete your account. Love it. Mwah! That was me doing a chef's kiss. End quote. Uh, ModDB, <laughs> another popular mod site, followed in Nexus Mods' footsteps a few hours later when a fan tweeted evidence of a mod that specifically targeted, quote, stupid pride flags, end quote, and was tagged with both, quote, Trump and Trump 2024, end quote. <laughs> the ModDB Twitter account tweeted that the site banned the users who created the mod and removed the content, saying, quote, ModDB is an inclusive environment for all and we do not permit targeting marginalized groups, end quote. ModDB assured fans that wireless moderation tools are automated, the site will continue to take content like this down if alerted to it can you talk for a minute because i need to pee yes fine um if you go you like like we say on many occasions you can say whatever the hell you want but doesn't mean you're gonna get criticized or banned mother fudges you lost why i have to ask why you're like what you must be really miserable big basement dwelling cousin humping motherfuckers to want to create these mods just to try and be a smart ass to then to be homophobic or whatever you know you just think you have to really 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 be the biggest child ever like really and you should just like and you're lost you're lost you listen to what i'm saying you're fucking lost Ha! 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 I don't know how long I can keep going like this, Amy. Where are you? I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> I filled up my, I half filled my water bottle up as well. Not with cool. pee. With, <laughs> with water. 
<laughs> okay. I'm sure whatever Moody just said about the pride flags and and, and the mod sites was. I completely disagreed with the with the bands. I was saying, why are they doing this? It's free speech and all like that. I was saying, yay! They're not like, like that. I'm completely joking. These sites here, free speech. <laughs> no, it's cool. I remember when I did um, I did a Spider Man review for for the YouTube channel um, back when it came out, and literally, instead of my usual thing um, of putting like the 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 logo screen is usually the thumbnail for the video, and literally for the Spider Man review, I put up and it's still on the site. You can see it. Um, I put a screenshot that I'd taken from inside the game. I'd uh, taken a selfie of like, because you could do selfies with photo mode of like Spider-Man on the wall in front of a pride flag. Yeah. <laughs> because at the time when the game came out, there were there were dickheads online complaining about the pride flags in Spider-Man. <laughs> so naturally I did what I always do, <laughs> which was I wanted to wind people up. Wait, what? You, Amy? Wanted to wind, wind people up? I really? love winding up homophobes and... Misogynists and, <laughs> and assholes in general, just dickheads. Yeah, <laughs> like if I find any opportunity to do it, I'm gonna do it. Like, Hell yeah, I can't say that I'm surprised that this happened. Like this, this stuff ha- happens all the time. Like I love the fact that like the two biggest mod sites on the internet just said, "Nah, we're not having this." Like, and they both shut it down. I thought that was really cool. Like, like the guy at, or the person I should say at Nexus Mods said, like. They've, they can delete it from their site, but they can't delete it from the internet. These mods will still exist um, and will still be be downloaded. But like, that's fine. Like, because you're not going to be able to stamp something like this out completely. But like, if at least the websites, these two websites doing it, that's that's good. That's a good thing. Like, I'm not expecting. <laughs> I'm not expecting like Dark One to to start like going on a rampage through the entire internet, <laughs> deleting all of these these things. Like Dark One is responsible for Nexus mods and Nexus mods only, and they've done everything that they can do, and I think that's cool. Nice. It was very cool, and I agree. <laughs> bring on, bring it on, people. Let's just. Just laugh at them. I just laughed at them. That's all I did, and I thought it was really funny. Well, a good a good thing to do with people like this is to mock them. The thing, the thing I've I've heard like uh, one of my favorite YouTubers talk about this in the past. Um, it's like if you try to debate like like the likes of like homophobic YouTubers or just like alt right, you know, let's no, I'm, I'm sick of using the word alt right, Nazi fascist YouTubers. Um, is like if you if you try to debate their ideas wholly seriously, you're accidentally legitimizing those ideas by bringing them up to your level, like to the same level as you know the truth. Whereas you know if you just make fun of them, it, you don't bring their ideas up to a legitimate level. You just point out how ridiculous they are. And oh that yeah, can totally. sometimes that can some that can sometimes even be more powerful. Whereas like legitimately debating them can sometimes be counterproductive. Not all the time, <laughs> but um, it was just an interesting thing that I just remembered as we were talking about it. Though, agreed. We went off. Wait, we're good. We've got way too much to do on this podcast today. Let's have a look what we got. Um, let's keep going with the order we've intended so far. A developer is banned from its own from from its game's own Steam forum for flaming other users. Ah, uh, Dolphin Barn. You did it again. This is from Vicky Blake over at Eurogamer, who writes, 
excuse me, a developer has been banned from its game's own Steam store uh, store for... Let me try that again. A developer has been banned from its game's own Steam forum after repeatedly violating the platform's discussion, rules, and guidelines. Developer Dolphin Barn Incorporated, which caught our eye when it slipped anti-mask rhetoric into its patch notes earlier this year, shared a screenshot of his ban on Twitter, which said, quote, This is the second time that one of your posts violates our discussion, rules, and guidelines, specifically insulting or flaming another user. We're also noticing a trend with abusive messages sent when banning players from your hub. When posting any content in the community or communicating with your players, please make sure it adheres to the guidelines, end quote. That's not all either. As PC Gamer notes, the developer is also in hot water for the way it responds to negative reviews on Steam, many of which reference their extreme views on transgender people and toxic masculinity. Uh, Steam added, quote, We also want to make it clear that you should not reverse Steam moderator decisions or enable rule violations on your hub. Future disregard for our rules and guidelines could jeopardize our business relationship, end quote. The developer can reportedly still post patch notes, though DBI recently stated, quote, at this point it is doubtful that the Gladiator game will receive future updates on Steam, end quote. Earlier this year, it's Indie Gladiator. Earlier this year, it's Indie Game Gladiator clocked up hundreds of overwhelmingly negative reviews on Steam back in March after the developer added anti-mask messaging into the game's patch notes. It wasn't even the first time developer Dolphin Bond Incorporated dropped a strange addition into its patch notes details. Back in May last year, an asterisk added to a note about combat said that, quote, weak men lack character, end quote, and that, quote, strong moral fiber is earned through hard work and sacrifice and it cannot be had via OnlyFans or Pornhub, end quote. Their accounts have since been permanently banned from Twitter and Bandcamp. <laughs> you remember what I just said about mocking things and <laughs> not taking them seriously? <laughs> so this guy is just basically a, an idiot. This, we've talked about, I can't remember if this was a podcast you were here for or not. Well, but like earlier in the year, like, yeah, like he did patch notes for his game and it had a bunch of anti-mask stuff in it. It rings a bell, so and I we, think I was here. We talked about it. I know that we talked about it on this podcast because I remembered it. It's just like, he's still going. He's still going. Why? Why is he still going? But then it just, just, just kind of, with all the crap he's doing, clearly... Like Steam, just remove him off Steam altogether in his games. Just remove it. Just get him out. Yeah, there's no doubt he'll be find a way to get his games out there because of the internet in general. But just, just get him off your platform. If he's clearly not listening, just get rid of it. It's so simple. Well, Steam has a policy. Um, the, the you'll have any game on their platform apart from the only stipulations are if it, unless it's trolling or straight up illegal. So technically, according to Steam's own guidelines for itself, he's not doing anything like with his game and his patch notes and, and whatnot, like and, and, and the, the, the terrible things that he's saying um, in his patch notes. Um, he's not actually doing anything that would get him chucked off of Steam. Like well, they can ease... Yeah, but they can easily just change their patch, their patch notes, their rules to... Some add something else in. Well, they could, but they're not going to. Like they've been yeah. challenged on stuff like this for years. Like I mean, I've given up. Like pointing out the the string of like incredibly inappropriate games that come out on Steam all the time. Um, yeah, exactly. They don't give a shit as long as people are buying them and they can get their cut, which is still thirty percent. Like what the fuck, Steam playing at? <laughs> 
But uh, until people, until the company stop going on there, they're going to keep on doing it. I knew you were going to say yeah. that. Like it's. Like, but it's I, true though. I know it's true. Yeah. <laughs> until they like, see it hurting their bottom end, they ain't going to change. It's going to hurt your bottom end. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You see what you've done, Dolphin Barn? <laughs> <laughs> this is what they want. They want us to fight. You <laughs> see, you friend, you friend to beat me up on many occasions, so I'm used to it already. <laughs> I don't, man. Like, oh, no. Can I think I'm a... I, I, no. <laughs> I'm a nice person. <laughs> I'm not that nice. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steam do better, but they're not going to. But I'm still going to say it. They should do better, but they won't. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, oh, how long have you been going? Let's oh, laugh at this crypto know. one. Let's just laugh yeah. at the crypto one. We'll do that, and then that'll be it. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll save the other one. The other one's a, an interesting discussion, and I don't want to like try to have it quickly, so we'll just do this crypto one. Another crypto game, game crashes and burns. Won't issue refunds to backers. Because there's no money left. This is from Andy Chalk over at PC Gamer. Strap yourselves in. Who writes, Untamed Isles, a quote, monster-taming turn-based MMORPG, end quote, that found major success on Kickstarter, has been put on hiatus because of the crypto crash. Kickstarter backers are being told that there's no money left for refunds. The 2021 Kickstarter campaign for Untamed Isles rang up a remarkable $527,000 in backing, more than four times its initial goal. It promised a fully open world with, quote, unique areas for friends to gather gather, practice PvP, trade, breed monsters, clear dungeons, and play through the story of Untamed Elves socially with open voice proximity communications, end quote. It also boasted a, quote, play-to-earn, end quote, model in partnership with Direwolf, which would enable most of the items and all of the monsters in the game to be tokenized and bought, sold, or traded in various marketplaces or the in-game auction house. Unfortunately, this commitment to crypto is where it all went wrong. Shocking. <laughs> Uh, developer Fatly Studios wrote on Steam, quote, To work on this project, we brought more than 70 staff members on board, and we were working relentlessly for more than two years to build the game we were all dreaming about. There's a mathematical thing that does not add up there. The truth is that the cost of development is high, and there were lots of bumps on our way to this moment. Since we started the journey in 2020, the economic landscape has changed dramatically, both generally and specifically for cryptocurrency, and we are not confident in the current market. We ran out of financial resources, and we can't carry on the development at this moment, end quote. Fatlude said, quote, it leaned into the crypto market and expanded rapidly off the back of the positive interest, end quote, which left it in an untenable position when the crash came. Untamed Isles is not primarily a crypto-based game, it added, but funding from crypto investors is necessary to get the game finished and launched. Uh, the studio said, quote, unlike many of the projects that have floundered in the storm, we actually have a great game design that could stand on its own two feet. But until the crypto situation is resolved, and we're confident it will be at some stage, then we have to hibernate development on this project, end quote. The, quote, crypto situation is an understated description of the market collapse that has sunk cryptocurrencies to their lowest values in years. There's also a growing backlash against cryptocurrencies and NFTs among wider audiences. Free-to-play Auto Battler Storybook Brawl was review-bombed in March after the developer was bought by a cryptocurrency exchange, and in May, Wikipedia announced that it will no longer accept cryptocurrency donations. 
Fatly explained in a live stream last week that things started to go sideways when MMO Byte posted a video in July apologizing for supporting Untamed Isles and disavowing crypto games in general. Host Sticks said in the video that he is, quote, very strongly against specific these specific types of games, end quote. Fatloot said those events triggered a cascade effect that caused other mainstream media companies to cancel planned coverage. Influencers who had been lined up to push the game also started to pull out. Pre-sales fell well short of anticipated levels. Just 50 pre-sales were made rather than the hoped for two to 3,000. The most significant long-term issue, though, was the impact of the crypto crash. Unfortunately, while investors were able to dodge the bullet and people who pre-purchased the game and fat loot tokens will be given refunds, individual backers on Kickstarter and BackerKit are out of luck. The Kickstarter campaign promised that full refunds would be issued to all backers if Untamed Isles failed to launch, and numerous backers have asked for one, but an FAQ at UntamedIsles.com says that refunds will not be available because there's no money. That's gone over about as well as you might expect, which is to say not well at all, and there's also quite a few backers upset that the project was based on cryptocurrency in the first place. The presence of the game on Steam may also contribute to the confusion because Valve banned all games incorporating NFTs or cryptocurrency from Steam last year. Its presence could be explained by the fact that the Steam listing makes absolutely no mention of the cryptocurrency integration. Hiding that aspect of the game doesn't seem great for its long-term future on the storefront, but gamers coming to the project through Steam would be given no indication of of the presence of cryptocurrency integration. <coughs> Done. Drink. You take a drink. Yeah. So I'm just going to do this instead. <laughs> oh, you poor smokes! The lot he is. All yous deserve every single thing you got, even the ones who invested, you poor smucks! Not in the poor, fuck the poor part, you smucks! You smucks! <laughs> I'm so glad right now that NFT, NFTs just seem like they are fucking dying. And it could literally be one of those things that for now we've at least pushed them off or something like that, but no. Uh, it just feels like every time we hear that NFTs are fucking just failing and crashing and burning and everything like that and some schmuck has lost a lot of money because they're just schmucks and I have no fucking sympathy for you whatsoever. Like... <laughs> I, have, I have no sympathy for the company that did that was making this game because I have no sympathy for any company that's pushing cryptocurrency and NFTs in their video games. Like, play to earn is just a... Hor it, it's a horrendous concept that we've seen... Uh, in that other game whose name escapes you right now, but there is a play to earn game that is actually a thing. Um, like people are earning livings off of it, but it's become such a like exploitative piece of shit um, that. Is it not Roblox? Roblox? No, it's not Roblox. It's um, it's I can't remember the name. It it'll come to me at some point, probably at like three a.m. Um, <laughs> I'll send you a text when I remember. The name. <laughs> Axie Infinity. That's the name of the game. Axie Infinity. Um, I'm not going to go into detail about everything going on with that game. We've done a podcast about it before, but if you look it up, it'll uh, you'll find out why it's terrible. Um, I mean, their biggest mistake seems to have been they got five hundred and twenty-seven thousand dollars, which is a lot of money for a Kickstarter game, right? Like, I'm not denying that more than half a million dollars but then they hired 70 staff members like what was the idea behind paying them like 
with even with five hundred twenty-seven thousand dollars, that means you don't have a lot of runway with that budget. Um, it, it's no wonder this all went tits up. Even even without the the cryptocurrency crash, which I mean, Jesus Christ, like if you if you're in debt, don't go gamble the the money that you have on on the hopes that you might get more money. Like they just reinvested a bunch of their money into crypto, and and it all disappeared. Which <laughs> yeah, of course it did. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's cryptocurrency. Um, cryptocurrency yeah like i have no i'm sorry but i don't have any sympathy for the i have sympathy for like maybe the staff but not the people who are making the decisions uh fat loot um and like i I, maybe some of the people who backed it on kickstarter like did not realize that this was going to be like a, a game with nfts or cryptocurrency integration um and i would feel sorry for them because to the outside observer, like it even says, there's no mention of it on the Steam page. To the outside observer, this just looks like a Pokemon-inspired MMO. Like, and that's, people could be interested in that. So, like, I imagine some people have been caught out in that regard. Because um, the, inve- the 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 thing that steams me is the investors. The people, the investors, either pulled out before this all went wrong, or they are going to be fine anyway. It's the Kickstarter backers that are probably going to suffer, like not getting their money back. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. But if you haven't done the research properly into the company, into the game and everything like that, I'm sorry, I I really don't have that much sympathy for you. You should always probably research it. You do yourself when you've said you've kickstarted something, you've properly researched it. That's you true. Do. So, no, absolutely. So I'm, I'm well, sorry, but if you go, if you just see something like saying, oh, "It's the Pokemon game I've always wanted," I must put money down. I'm thinking, you, 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 you're just, you're just all you're seeing is star eyes. You're using your star eyes and dollar eyes, thinking you can get something, and it's just not worked. And I don't, I never ever feel sympathy for people like that. So it depends for what me. information is available. That's because fair. Like, that's I'm, true. I'm on the so I'm on the I'm on the Kickstarter page right now. Um, just like looking at. Oh no, never mind. There's a huge section on here. Play it when we are ex- really excited to be fuck, driving there our we new go, Play it when model. Uh, fuck that! Yeah, that, you've got no sympathy for me at all. There now, the, the Untamed Isles has partnered with Direwolf to allow the use of the website blockchain marketplace. Like, uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. If I take it back, I don't have any sympathy for anyone who backed this game. <laughs> Kickstarter, like, you're getting into something that you shouldn't be getting into. Like, yeah. this, the warning signs have been there for years about yeah. cryptocurrency, about play it when, about blockchain. Like, at a certain point, there's only so much someone can warn you away from that stuff, and you gotta, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta do it. You gotta either listen or not listen and suffer the consequences. So, yeah, yeah sorry, I take it back. I take it back. The, the information was there. Thank you. If it hadn't have been there, though, I would have stood by my. Point. Because at the end of the day, they would, that means they that company's putting themselves even more in a liable situation. Even though they have no money to fight with or even defend themselves with, to go to get taken to court for, for people, they these this company lied to us. We did not know these did not have any teas or play to win stuff like that. So that means they could just get sued. But they, what money well, can they give when so they get? It know, becomes so. it becomes a dicey it becomes a dicey legal situation. It depends on like how 
ironclad uh, Kickstarter like FAQ is in terms of legalities, no. because as much as they're saying we don't have any money, we can't refund you the game, we can't refund you your Kickstarter pledge. They also say on the Kickstarter like they, they, you can get a refund if the game doesn't come out, and now the game is not coming out. It doesn't matter whether you don't have any money or not. If the game's not coming out, you promised to refund Kickstarter yeah. pledges. So there might be something there for that. No doubt about it, but they won't. But it all depends on what money they'll be able to get, if they're able to get anything. Because like I say, the company has no money. So, um, Yeah, but they have assets. And it like sucks. It, so. it's, that's true. We'll see what they can do. Uh, we'll see what... We'll just see what happens. Like, yeah. I, love, I love laughing at companies that think nfts and crypto is a good idea square enix um but let's do games out this week we got a lot of cool games coming out this week moody hell yeah two games on august 23rd we got midnight fight express coming to playstation xbox pc and game pass and we've got saints row coming to playstation xbox and pc on august 24th one game called islets is coming to xbox switch and pc We've got a whole bunch of games coming out on August 25th. F1 Manager 2022 is coming to PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. I Was a Teenage Exo Colonist is coming to PlayStation and PC. Monster Outbreak is coming to PC. And like no other, The Legend of Twin Brooks is coming to Xbox, Switch, and PC. And then lastly, on August 26th, two games. Soul Hackers 2 is coming to PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. And Overloop is coming to PC. I don't know how I'm going to find the time to play all the games that I want to play from this week because there's a few. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, like you got Midnight Fight, Midnight Fight Express. I'm yep. interested in. I have no interest in Saints Row. It just never speaks to me in general. I've enjoyed I'm very, Saints Row, so I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm 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 looking forward to it. it's. It'll come through Boomerang hopefully, and I'll I'll at least yeah. mess around with it. Like it's it could go like from everything I've seen of Saints of of like the game pre-release, it could go either way for me. So we'll see yeah. which way it goes. I am massively interested in F1 Manager 2022. There you are. I need a good, uh, a good F1 simulator, and this one just looks. Everything I see about just looks mighty. Phil, it looks like. Um, reckons I should stream it. <laughs> I think you'd be amazing. I think that would be amazing, Amy. Well, but he also wants me to stream Football Manager. Oh, that, that's stupid, that one, because you don't know really anything about football. That, that's, if, I think if, that's why he wants me to 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 stream football. Yeah. F one, F one, I would say is better, the better one for you because one, you enjoy F one in general. I think football, I could wrap my head around F one manager. <laughs> yeah, football one. It's I think I think if you had an interest in football, apart take away what happened with the women winning the Euros and everything like that, amazing achievement, everything like that. But um, you really, you never have interest in in football. So I think you trying to play something. That you really have no interest at all would be a little bit funny to begin with, but by the end, I think it'll just be like we just are torturing like, yeah. her, and that is just something I don't want to see. I'd rather yeah. her play something that she wants to play and enjoy, and everything like that. I see where Phil's coming from, and I love Phil a bit, but that's just too much. Yeah. <laughs> F1 manager, though, hell and yeah, I would love to see you play that. Doesn't it take like hours and hours and hours to do like one season on football manager? It, it can take a lead. It all really depends on how fast you can get, how fa- how much you play it. But yes, yes, it'll take yeah, you at least like the, a day. Like it'll take top two days before, like you know what I mean, before the end of a season. I think the joke will run out before the end of the season starts. <laughs> <laughs> you'll do the pre-season you'll be just like nope oh okay I'm done I'm um, 
Uh, yeah, but I'm glad you're looking forward to it. I look forward to hearing about it from you. Um, yeah, I'm getting podcast. it on console. I'm renting it That's on Boomerang. Yeah, I'm going to play it on my PlayStation Five. Uh, the other, <sighs> the other big one I want to, I'm looking forward to is Soul Hackers too, because it looks in, that, that game does look interesting. Um, very much an Amy game. <laughs> it's a Boomerang rental though, because it's like fifty quid. Um, it was like a supernatural RPG, RPG uh, set in a cyberpunk Japan. Oh. Um, Watch yourself get a fucking ninety on it. <laughs> no, it's um, it's already got reviews up. Has it? Okay. Yeah. In, again, for me, like I haven't read the reviews. I don't read. I don't read reviews before I play games. <laughs> yeah. And why did I do review, stick with doing reviews for so long when I'm like, I don't read reviews before I play games? Like, what? That's that? true. I don't know. Like, I'm <laughs> so glad you've finally hit your niche. I'm glad I've hit my niche too. But um, yeah, it's like, again, it, it's a game that I think could go either. This, is, this week, I feel like the games that I'm interested in, whichever ones I play, like all of them, I feel like they could go either way. This isn't like a, a, a neon white situation where I was like, I know I'm going to love this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um it's like a oh it could it could be a hit or it could be a miss for me okay i'm a, I'm a little bit curious by something i'm just gonna have a look at something. yeah cool go for it like this is go for it. i changed this section of the podcast so we could have conversations about the games that look interesting to us um like i was a teenage exo colonist looks interesting but just because it's being buried by That's other fine. games that I'm, I'm more interested to play, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get around to it right away. It might be a game that I come back to. Yeah. All right. So I was just, even though we like know what happens in the game, I was just a little bit curious when the embargo for Last of Us Part One releases. Apparently, this in the, it says the thirty first of the day August. Not the two days before. Um, first, no. Second. Okay, I'll take you away from it. Uh, I'm just going off your calendar, Amy. But, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, X- I was Teenage Exo Colin. It's like a narrative RPG with card battles. Um, and like, you do like your card games. I'm surprised I, you haven't tried to haven't give you a chance. I, I do, I though. I don't know if I do. Like... <laughs> You always seem like you give them a go. Like, I uh, what was it? What, what, which one? Which one? Which one is it that came out that you, was one of the best rated games this year? White Neo or whatever? Yeah, neon White, yeah, sure. Neon like, White, yeah. The fact that the weapons were were also cards and stuff that was kind of like it wasn't like that because they were cards. Like that, I was playing. You, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like because mm-hmm. it was a card had a card system in it. It was just. Okay. That was how it worked, you know. Like, I've, no, that's fair. The thing, my thing with card games is, I get frustrated at them a lot because I'm bad at them. <laughs> like, and I'm think, and I'm thinking of starting to collect the Pokemon cards and like, getting chess in the game. Maybe, maybe I'm just having, a, maybe I'm just having a negative reaction to all the money I spent on Magic: The Gathering. <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe. Um, well, stay with me for a while. And mind you, I did buy a Nintendo Switch with the cards that I sold when I got you out. You did. Of that. You did tell me so, that, right? The thing is, if I if I could afford to buy a Nintendo Switch with the money I'm from selling the cards, I dread to think how much money I spent on them. <laughs> um, True. That that that's enough to turn my hair white. Um, but if there's any other games that we didn't highlight for coming out this week, let us know um, in the comments. Um, we will certainly see your comment, or I will. Yeah, um, she will. I want. I, I, I get notifications. <laughs> I don't. Some of them are great. 
Some of them aren't. Uh, it's time for Open Critic Head to Head. This is the game we play every week where we try to guess the Open Critic average of at least one upcoming game. Um, whoever gets as closest to the score gets a point. If you manage to guess the score correctly, you get two points. Last week, we stopped clicking. You're not on camera. Stop clicking. It's just annoying. <laughs> You can, you can cheer in a second. Last week, we tried to guess the open crit average of Roller Drum. I can meet you, you know. <laughs> in fact, I could finish the podcast myself. <laughs> Don't be like that. Last week, we tried to guess the open crit average of Roller Drum. I guessed it would get a 77. Moody guessed it would get an 80. At the time of recording, Roller Drum has an open critic average of 80, which puts the scores at Amy 15. Moody 19 guessed 3. I'm on a bit of a hot streak of like on the dot guesses. My last six guesses, I've got five of them on the dot. Guesses. Guesses. <laughs> I mean, that word is doing some heavy lifting in that sentence, Mooney. Guesses. They're all guesses. They always are guesses, Amy. They were all guesses. Uh huh. If I put yeah. down every single game in this in this stock for the rest of the year that we were going to play open credit head to head on, would you or would you not just copy paste the same number into every single one? No, I wouldn't. I, I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't think The Last of Us Part One is going to get uh, an eighty next week. So I think you it's going to be in the Last of Us that. Part One next week. <laughs> oh, don't be that pathetic, Amy. I'm not going to beat the. It's a game that came out once before. So, doesn't mean it can't get reviewed fact, again. No, sorry. It's a game that came out twice before. That's true. It, that is true. That is like, true. It'd be like putting Skyrim on here because it's getting released on Google Home. Hell yeah. Sorry. Hell yeah. I had to stop there because I realized I'd said the G word and I didn't even know how to speak it was in this No. Was it Vitch's podcast where it started talking? Just randomly started explaining something to me when Vitz was on. I was like, what the fuck? That was a chaos podcast, though, though. It was, it was. It was a good one, though. Uh, this week, we're trying to guess the open crit average of two games. Uh, the first one is Saints Raw. And I already put my fucking number in. It's 80. I'm taking Rudy's numbers. Because the second one is F- F1 Manager 2022. And I also put 80. Because I wanted his numbers. I want to see if it works for me. <laughs> and I've gone the opposite. I've gone seventy-nine for Saint Row, and I've gone eighty-one for F One Manager. I, I actually hope, think. I hope. I don't even hope the games get an eighty moody. I hope just to really rub it in on you. I hope that Saint Row gets an eighty-one, and F One Manager gets a seventy-nine. <laughs> 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 that would be parodic justice. That would be, no that would be even funnier than me getting it. Uh, I deep points. down think F1 manager will... I think I'm, I think we're looking at an 85, maybe an 86 for that. I just have this feeling with it. When it comes to St. Roy, I actually think lower. But I'm just going to be stubborn. I'm going to be defend, I'm just, gonna just be, gonna be stubborn. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to be stubborn. Like just get as close to you and block you. <laughs> Like I said, I think I think Saints Row could go either way, you know. Um, And with F One Manager twenty twenty two, like, like I know I've I've staked out the eighties as as a meme basically. But uh, my actual thoughts are Saints Row could be up, it could be down. I don't know. Um, And F One Manager, I'd like apart from Football Manager, like sports games in general can be pretty inconsistent in terms of like like where they outland on open Craig. Um, so I don't. I, I, I like Fo- if I was trying to do this seriously, I'd I'd be at a loss for both games. Like it'd be a lot more difficult. 
Like, I see nothing but advertisement for F1 Manager. I don't see any advertisement for Saints Row. I, mean, I might, like, I and I wanted to... Go on. I mean, I see constant adverts for a lot of things that aren't great. <laughs> oh, no doubt about that, but I'm just like, but do you know what I mean? It just doesn't seem like even the company, is it 2K for Saints Row? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take two. Probably yeah, either one. Probably, yeah. That just doesn't seem like there's any advertising behind it that just kind of makes me think that they don't really have much faith in the game, which is very disappointing, obviously, on the developers because of all the hard work and everything. But when it comes to F1 Manager, I'm like, I'm seeing freaking live streams from the team, from the from the studio itself showing off new little things about the game and everything, trailers and whatnot. But uh, yeah, so I don't know. Watch this. We'll see a massive trailer for Saints Row next week. Um, well, we will. It'll be uh, Jeff at the game. Yeah, Gamescom thing because it's the same day it releases. <laughs> boring ass fucking Gamescom bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll see. Like, and, and hey, it'll be a it'll be a fucking it'll probably be a trailer with like review quotes and stuff. But like. I don't know. Like a lack of advertisement to me doesn't necessarily suggest that the games doesn't doesn't necessarily suggest anything about the game's quality. Like I remember years ago when uh, Bethesda said they weren't giving out review copies of Doom to like outlets, so naturally everybody assumed, "Oh my god, they're not giving the review codes. That means the game sucks." And then it turned out the game is awesome. <laughs> I never thought that when it came to Bethesda because I understood where Bethesda were coming from for it. It's just because when it comes to Saints Row, we don't see hear anything from like type of thing or anything. So, and, uh, oh, no, and that's all it. when it comes it. from that. Yeah, I get where you're coming from. Thank you. I got excited there. The expanse is trending on Twitter. I was like, "Are they making season seven? No. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, let's get out of here. Maybe, maybe Embracer will buy it and create season seven for us. Don't. It's like a monkey's paw thing. And make it ten episodes. <laughs> let's get out of here. Um, we pushed- I feel like if I if I push anymore, I think oh god, him, he's going to go on a run. <laughs> we've, we've pushed. No, we just we've pushed all our time. I want to get out of here. Um, yeah, so do I. So that's it for episode 317 of the Words About Games podcast. Sorry I lost it a bit in the first half, but I think I brought it back in the second half. And I'm sorry if I dozed off at all during the podcast. It didn't seem like I was paying attention, which I kind of wasn't really, but... uh... I was going to (laughs) say, it's fine. Look, we got a podcast in the bag, you know, next week you'll be on camera, you won't be able to doze off. Wait, did you actually doze off? Is that, is that what I'm <laughs> You're not saying no. <laughs> mm. <Yeah. laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>